Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 56. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is the season two opener, Homecoming. Having left their jobs with the Dominion's Fraud, Retaliation, Abuse, and Waste Division, Fraud, Imogen Owendower and Lily Washington are now independent agents. Their worries, however, exceed more than just making ends meet and caring for their Zerg changeling snowball. Responding to a summons from Imogen's uncle Leo, the two head to the Imogen Protectorate, where they learn that the Owendower family is in serious trouble. The fraud they need to investigate this time is that of Imogen's own brother, Aiden. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Stay tuned after the episode for a special announcement. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Did we have a chance to fix Saffron? Because I have the, it has three strain. Right. It probably does still have three strain because you were getting out of that planet in a hurry. Is strain not something that can be repaired underway? It definitely can, but I will need a mechanics check to represent the two weeks of travel time. We also have, so you know, maybe something we want to deal with before we leave or stop nearby is we have a crit on our hull armor, so we don't have any armor. Imogen is your ship's mechanic, and she has not requested putting into port anywhere. She well, as long as you know, port. Lily forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> your ship's not in terrible shape, but it's not really combat ready. So how does fixing strain go? You're the one who's played a ship's engineer before. I have played a ship's engineer. I believe, is three strain, is it out of six or out of five for Saffron? Out of six. So this will be an easy mechanics check. And you can take a blue die because you have the toolkit, you're on the ship, you're not in a stressful situation. All this stuff. Three successes and one threat. Okay. You can, in fact, fix all the strain with the ship. The threat, however, I will hold that in reserve. Somehow that seems worse right now. (laughs) (laughs) Something related to your ship. I mean, you've got to scavenge for parts in the ship. So you got to like, well, we don't need this piece. We'll use this over here. The ship itself is scavenged. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of problems. And it hasn't been taken to Jiffy Lube. No, no, it is not. You are Jiffy Lube. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so the trip is pretty much uneventful. It just takes two weeks. It's a long time to get there. Snowball is still uh, still around, has finished all the sweet tea. You are out of sweet tea. Snowball has finished all that. Snowball is usually in sort of human form, mm-hmm. the sort of nondescript medium height woman, but not all the time. Sometimes Snowball is in blob form. Uh, but Snowball like watches all of you guys, both of you pretty intently. Is Snowball able to, like, draw any intentions if he needs anything? Yes, I'll say he's able to, but he doesn't do it a lot. Okay. Usually just, like, watching, very curious almost. Like, when you're fixing the ship, definitely watching that. When you're piloting the ship, he's definitely watching that. At some point, Imogen will say to Lily that she's wondering whether Snowball is curious or whether the Queen of Blades is curious. About what? About what it is we're doing. Oh, you think he's a spy? I think that's what a Zerg that can change shape would be useful for, is infiltrating and observing. And we know Zerg have 
psionic links to those that control him. He clearly indicated that's who he wants to work for. And I think she's got a connection to him now. So when we get to our destination, he's staying on the ship. Got it. Do you want to drop him off before? <laughs> like in the vast expanse of space between the Dominion. <laughs> we don't have anyone to leave him with. Just space him. You guys just going to drop him on a rock somewhere? I thought you said you didn't think he could take care of himself. No, I, I didn't mean abandon him, but I don't know. They have babysitters? <laughs> Not really. I mean, I'm sure there's some Dominion scientists who would love to study him. A broodmother probably would take him in. Maybe. He had his chance to go to Segura, and he didn't. That's true. I think it'll be fine. We'll just keep him on the ship. We're not really doing anything that exciting. I mean, she, she probably already knows how to run a science vessel. <laughs> Snowball, at one point, does start drawing a little graphic, and it's clearly the logo that's on the sweet tea container. Oh. <laughs> There's one thing. Uh, one thing Snowball wants. And we're out of that? He finished all of it. It's two weeks. Okay. That seems to be his primary nutrition source. Yeah, I mean, I think I had a little bit of creep. <laughs> but I don't know that there's much more. He probably already ate that, too. When Snowball draws, is he in the human form, gripping a crayon very intently like a little child? Or is he in blob form with his, like, tentacle wrapped around a crayon? He's in human form, usually. Uh, and I will say, like, he does not have a firm grip on this crayon. He does not have a strong grip to begin with. Like, if you shake Snowball's hand, it's... Like, you don't notice right away, but, like, he has a weak grip. But he's eaten MREs and stuff like that. That's right. So he ate it, but I think he prefers the sweet tea. What else do we have? You gonna, like, scavenge through our cupboard? Yeah, give him some beer. Does he drink that? Oh, okay. Uh, Give me a a two purple perception check. (laughs) Scavenge around. Your little kid is out of, of juice, and so you give him a beer? He's not a kid anymore. He went through Zerg puberty. Beer has calories and sugar, just like sweet tea. I was given him Kool-Aid before. It's <laughs> true. Um, let's see. One success. Okay. You do find like a little packet of like Kool-Aid. It's very similar to sweet tea, mm-hmm. but the, like the flavor is different. Uh, so you can mix that up for him if you want. But like it's the last one. Like it was on the ship before you found the ship kind of thing. It's probably Tang. Yeah, there you go. Probably Explorer Tang. Yeah, it was... Uh, promotional item that came with the science vessel. I mix up Tang and see if he likes that. And I'll say, I'm sorry, buddy, we're out of the tea. How about this? Snowball, like, looks at the Tang, like, it's a very different color. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, like, he doesn't smell it. He doesn't have a proper nose. Yeah. Like, sticks his tongue out into it. He can tell it's different. Yeah. Uh, how much does he like it? But does he drink it? Because Lee June's sweet tea is probably made with love, so that probably makes it better. <laughs> Yeah. He tastes it. It seems like he's not a fan. All right, then I'll try some beer. He will try beer, sure. Is this kick-in-the-face beer, or is this regular beer? Probably just regular beer. Okay. I don't know how much Lily knows about, like, nutrition, but I'm really going for something that's more like... Yeah. Because I don't know, like, if alcohol might be dehydrating for him or something in particular. Sure. He definitely tries some of that, some of the, the regular beer. What? Okay. Then, yeah, whatever we might have in our cupboard, if we have any cookies or candy or anything like that. I don't think you do at this point, because you made the perception check, you looked around, you left in a hurry. You have enough, like, rations. Like, he's not going to starve. 
So Tang's what he's got, and I'll say, sorry buddy, this is it until we land. Yeah, Snowball kind of scratches up his face. Yeah, I know, buddy, I'm sorry. But he, he keeps coming back to the Tang, but he, like, he clearly doesn't like it. Uh, you can make a two purple knowledge Zerg check, Lily. You're observing this, you're trying this out. One success and one advantage. Uh, you think it might be the like acidic nature of the Tang that he doesn't like? Like For some Zerg, that's not a problem at all. For him, that seems to be a bit of a problem. Whatever mechanism Zerg had to deal with acid, he doesn't have. Oh, okay. Can we do some science work here, then? Tell me what skills you propose to use to make a dish that Snowball will eat. Well, I was just trying to add a base to this Tang to lower its acidity. You guys got, like, milk? Put a little soap in there. Soap. <laughs> it is a science vessel. It is a science vessel. That's actually true. There's, like, I a wonder, science counter and... I wonder if you could use medicine or something. Uh, yeah, let's use medicine in this biochemistry kind of situation. Or, you know, knowledge Terran. One of those two. I'll go with medicine. Yeah, you can take a blue die because Lily succeeded and had a... I would just add more water. That's probably a good start. What's the difficulty? Two purples and a black. The medicine check is three successes and three threats. You manage to concoct a tang-like substance, but you add a base. You're looking at it like it smells horrendous to both of you. This is not fit for human consumption. Snowball, though, loves it. Like, you've cut the acidity. Now it's just, like, lots and lots of sugar. There's more of it. Like, Snowball sticks his face all in it. For you two, however... It smells absolutely disgusting. I need a one purple resilience check from both of you. It is just, it is the worst thing. Use the fume. <laughs> Use the fume. You're going to have to put on the respirators. Yeah, you know, formaldehyde. It, it's perfect. I have one success. <laughs> Two successes and a threat. You guys managed to, like, get respirators on, shove snowball in another room. It works, but it's gross. Also, you're out of tank. That'll last in the rest of the trip, but. So does he like that better than the sweet tea? Or it might be hard to tell because he might have just been desperate at this point. Yeah, you're not sure if he's just desperate, to, but he's enjoying it. Whereas, like, he did not enjoy just Tang. He did not enjoy beer at all. Okay. I jot down the notes about what I combine and what qualities and things like that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's gross. It is horrendous. You can bottle it up and give it away to Zerg to make friends. That's true. Just hose him down. Yeah, that's how it can pacify Zerg. I mean, it's a chemical Zergler now. Okay, that finishes off your two weeks of travel time, just as this horrible smell. You come out of hyperspace, whatever it is in this universe, at the planet Umoja, part of the Umojan Protectorate. Is this the sort of thing where ships just pop out of hyperspace right at a planet, or like at the edge of a solar system? or Let's say relatively near the edge of a solar system. And then we just, like, drive in on impulse. That takes, like, an hour. That's not a lot of time. I just wasn't sure, like, where along the way the first challenge comes. Uh, the first challenge will be coming very shortly. Okay. I didn't yeah. mean that in the uh, sense of when will difficulties arise. I meant in terms of when does the tower contact the vessel. Yeah, that's about to happen. Okay. That's, that's what I was getting at. But you can see, you can approach the planet uh, without too much trouble. You can see it. It's a... Very blue and green world. You can see in the dark side, there's a few cities dotting it. Uh, but it looks much, much more lush than most of the worlds you've seen in Dominion space. Uh, and it looks like it's doing a relatively nice job. There's a couple different, like, uh, starports. Although those are on the surface, you can't see those. There's a, a space station on the outside. 
in the orbit of the planet that you notice as well. Uh, you can't get as keen a read off of that immediately, but you do get pinged by, yes, the tower. This is Planet Umoja of the Umojin Protectorate. We would love to welcome you to our space. Due to Dominion travel bans, we have to be very careful about who we let in. Please, uh, can you forward your environmental certification certificate before landing on planet? Understood. I look at Imogen. Uh, there is no knowledge emoji skill. <laughs> uh, you can make a knowledge Terran skill that covers all. All Terran peoples. What's the difficulty of this? Uh, two purples, you can take a blue because you're Umojin. Three successes and one threat. Okay. You know, Umoja is almost paranoid about protecting their environment. The Earth that everyone came from was ruined in a lot of ways. They want to make sure that doesn't happen to this planet. And so any vessels that are coming in need to have, like, an EPA stamp that says they don't pollute too much. Imogen says that we have to send them the environmental safety specs for the ship's emissions. Okay. Uh, what are you doing with the threat? Are you banking things, or...? I will bank that threat, yes. So can I pull up in the computers and see if there's anything in there that we can send them? Uh, sure. Make an easy computers check. Two successes. Uh, so you look in your computer, and there's a folder for like, oh, environmental cert. You go in there, nothing there. Well, I wasn't expecting there to be like a certificate. I was looking for information about actual measurements of our ships. Like, we have sensors, like readings of what it consumes and any efficiency information that we could assemble into a presentable form. Right. Your ship definitely pollutes. Oh. You have some of this data for sure. Like, it's not horrible. But the adjutant, the AI that is talking with you, because it's not a person. Sorry if that wasn't clear. They say, your ship needs to meet these specifications and have a Umojin Protectorate certificate. Please transmit as soon as possible. Ah, it does not. Please advise. Uh, If you do not have an environmental certificate, we ask that you please acquire one at one of these nearby locations. And it sends you a bunch of locations. There's like one in the Kelmorian Combine, which is like three weeks in our direction. Or... There's one at the space station here, which is, strictly speaking, not part of Umojin space. It's considered like an exostation. Okay. That makes sense that there would be some sort of port type area. So do we need to obtain any sort of permission to go to that station? Or can we just proceed there? The AI says like, uh, the exostation is outside uh, Umojin protection. You are advised to land there at your own risk. We do maintain a consulate there. In orbit of Emoja? It's in orbit of Emoja, yes. Okay. It's there for travelers, seems to be your sense, but it's not... The Emojin government does not maintain it. So it just, it exists there. Okay. Uh, so you don't know exactly what the nature of that station will be. There's a list of like three places you can go to to get your environmental inspection done. And they also caution that non-citizens will need to acquire a visa for entry and state their purpose as well. Okay. Thank you, sir. I don't know that Lily's picked up that he's an AI. <laughs> Imogen is going to step into her room and make a phone call. Who would you like to phone? Jimmy? <laughs> uh, Jimmy can't help us now. No, I want to call Uncle Leo. Oh, did you want me to go to the station? I tell you to wait for just a second. Okay. And then I step into my room and place a call. Ah, uh, Imogen, did you make it yet? We're about to planets, but... It's a Dominion vessel and it doesn't have the right certifications. Do you have any contacts on the exostation that'll make things run a little more smoothly for us? Contacts on the exostation? No, I'm very busy right now. Uh, give me a charm check. <laughs> You're busy. I thought you needed me there. 
He does, but that doesn't mean he's not busy. Yeah. Uh, this is a red and a purple. You get a blue because he is a, a relative of yours, and he did ask you to come here. <laughs> yeah. Charm doesn't work, then I'll switch to coercion and yell at him. Oh, the charm completely and utterly fails. What's the situation? It's failed despair with two advantages. Okay, okay. He's, oh, so got a dominion ship. I see. That is a bit of a problem then. Probably spouts all the foul gases. Let's see. Let me see. Let me uh, try to connect you directly to one of my uh, colleagues. He tries to make the connection, but like, <laughs> it gets all crackly. And then like, you get the uh, phone interruption. <laughs> We're sorry. The number you're trying to call is unavailable. Okay. Your radio waves have not been environmentally certified by the Emoji Protectorate. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm like polluting their radio space. We take our environment very seriously in the Emoji Protectorate. Please take more consideration before broadcasting your radio waves. Did the advantages do anything? Uh, what advantages did you have? Two. You, you did get a name. Yes, he says that uh, I had, had done some work uh, with Remy. He was able to get a cert through in a hurry. And that's, he was trying to connect you to that person, but it did not work. All right. So I tell Lily to put into the station and we're going to ask around for someone named Remy who might be able to make this go a little more smoothly for us. Okay. Cool. I'm not sure if I can spoof this thing. Spoof the environmental certificate? Yeah. Would you like to try? I think I'd like to see how the contact transpires since okay. I'm not a citizen. Like, it's one thing for me to make an ID. Right. When I already have a fake ID, but I'm not opposed to trying it, I'll be honest. But let's see how this goes. Right. Oddly enough, spoofing the certificate will be harder than spoofing a visa. Yeah. I'm not opposed to rolling on it, though. But I'm not a criminal. Right. But we're not starting with cheating. We are starting with finding out what is necessary, since I need to get to that planet's surface. Imogen, what have you told Lily about why you're going to Umoja? I don't think Lily has asked. No, I think the only question I've asked is, should we head over to the space station? Okay, I just wanted to check. Imogen has not provided any information about what we're doing here, because Imogen actually knows very little herself about the situation. Yes. Certainly at some point, such as when handing over coordinates, Imogen said, we're going to Emoja. <laughs> but Imogen has learned that Lily doesn't need additional details. Okay. So for right now, Imogen says, head to the station and we'll figure out what we need to do. Got it. Okay. That sounds good. You zoom in on the exostation. The station is, I would say it's large by space station standards, but it, you couldn't fit a city on there. But it probably does have some sort of permanent population of some kind. What is the scale of that? There might be a thousand people on this station. So this is smaller than Hyperion? I'd say it's probably similar scale. Hyperion had very few people on it. It was manned by like a skeleton crew. Okay. And like that was a ship that needed to get around. It had a lot of other things. This is just a station that sits right here. Okay. So you could stuff more people on here if you needed to. So what is it on? Like a planet or a moon or something? It's in space. It's orbiting Umoja itself. Oh, okay. At a healthy distance, I'll say. The station as you approach does not look in nearly as good a repair as you might hope. It looks like it's been cobbled together over several decades of different pieces. Parts that were ships maybe have been cut into it. We have a vulture bike welded to the side of our ship. I don't know. That. Yeah, it, your ship fits right in. <laughs> uh, you see a couple ships coming and going. You see other ships that are like going directly to planet. They apparently already have their certification. Uh, but there's a few ships that just come and go to this XF station. 
So I will need an easy pilot check because they don't really maintain the, the landing base. And yes, and you have a black die because of the vulture bike welded to your ship. But you have a knack for it. Right. I didn't even think of that. That was a good idea, I guess. Two successes and an advantage. You are able to bring the ship in without too much trouble. Land it in. It's not super crowded. You like get a readout. It's breathable atmosphere. Everything's fine inside. Uh, breathable, but not super clean. Uh, I suppose by the standards you're used to the Dominion, it's actually about what you're used to. Is this a docking bay that's got other ships in it? Like, what is it? Where are we landing? You're landing in a docking bay. There's a couple other ships, not a lot. You do see another group of people at one ship. It looks like some kind of, It's a ship bigger than yours. It does have a couple guns on it, but it doesn't have any official military insignia. Some people are, like, taking care of that ship, it looks like. That is when you first come into the landing bay on the exostation. Okay. Do you want to take Saffron to the planet? So We could probably would, get a ride. Yeah, I would think that a place like this... There would be some sort of shuttle service for people whose ships are too crappy to go down. The question is just how expensive is that? Right. So I'd want us to go out, lock the ship with Snowball in it, and like maybe make streetwise checks or something. I want to know what our options are. Okay. So I'd like to find this Rami person, and I'd like to yeah find out if there is a shuttle option or find out what fine-tuning slash forgery is required to proceed. Okay. Uh, you guys are locking up the ship, and Snowball clearly seems to be wanting to go out with you. Wait, Snowball passes as a person. Yeah, Snowball looks human. Probably we should just leave him on the ship, though. <laughs> but I'm reckless, so I don't think of it. No, but Imogen says Snowball is staying on the ship. Oh, right. Snowball. And Imogen um... will make a leadership check if she has to, but... You're going to have to do something to Snowball if you want to try to leadership Snowball out of this situation. How do you use leadership to indicate that it is Snowball's duty in some sense to guard the ship? Well, I don't know how well Snowball understands. Like, it seems like Snowball doesn't really understand us talking. Not very much, it seems. So I guess I'm trying to draw pictures. Okay. Lily used to put Snowball on guard all the time. This is true. So I guess I'll draw a picture of like a larva and like arrows pacing back and forth. And then I'll draw a picture of a blob with arrows going back and forth. And while I'm doing this, I'm speaking out loud anyway, just in case some of the words stick with it. Right. Some reinforcement. Yeah, like, Snowball, it's your job to, to patrol Lily's room. I'm envisioning you have, like, a chore list. It, like, the Snowball stand guard. It's, like, tacked to the refrigerator. Yeah. And he gets a little star each day that he patrols Lily's room. Okay. Well, if he passes as a human, he doesn't even have to stay in my room if we wanted to actually guard the inside of the ship. This is true. I... <laughs> But whatever, you know, I, I really don't say any of that. Whatever you're doing, you're going to do. I don't actually think Snowball is capable of guarding anything. I'm not expecting Snowball to call us if there's a problem. My <laughs> whole purpose in asking him to guard is because that's what he's always been told to do before. And so I think that's a believable thing from his perspective for us to ask him to do. And specifically, you were always putting him in your room and telling him to like patrol there. And so mm -hmm. that's what Imogen tells him to do. If Lily cuts in with, like, some practical, like, oh, that's not a very effective way to guard the ship, then we can have a conversation about my motivations. But <laughs> right now, that's what Imogen is telling Snowball. His job is to patrol Lily's bedroom. Okay. Two purples, two blacks, because getting through to Zerg is very hard, but I will grant you an extra blue die, because you're drawing pictures and relating to things he has done before. I do not have a knack for leadership. One failure, 
no advantage or disadvantage. Snowball, he sees the blob form. Snowball's learned to, to shake his head. No. And like points outside the door. And he draws a little picture of this clearly a really tall woman, a shorter woman, and then a medium height woman. And they're walking around somewhere. And I'm not allowed to try leadership again? No. Can I try something? Yes. What would you like to try, Lily? So obviously Imogen wants him to stay on the ship. Lily's going to say, no, Snowball, you're going to stay here and guard. That sounds like also a leadership role. She's just like, no. <laughs> I'm just like, no, your job is this. Yeah. I think that's a very Lily thing to try. It is still two purples and two blacks. You get a blue die because you have traditionally been Snowball's commanding officer. Um, win advantage and four failures. Snowball like kind of claps your back. As though like, there's no problem at all. You're good friends. All right. I have one last thing to try. Scathing tirade. Negotiate. Ah, what will you negotiate? If Snowball will stay with the ship, we will attempt to find more sweet beverage for Snowball to drink. I don't necessarily think we can find the same brand of sweet tea. Right. But essentially it's, you know, like, stay here in your room, and if you do, you'll get a treat when we get back. Mm. All right. Uh, Lily, do you want to assist with this in some way? Like, you have been the provider of food, traditionally. Yes. So what? So Imogen is like... I, like, take the empty container of sweet tea, and I, like, tap it, and I'm like, we're going to go try to find more of this, and you can have it when we get back. Then what Lily will say is, yeah, we'll get you something good. We'll get you something good. Yeah. I like it. I, okay. Two purples and one black. I'll give you two blue dice for appealing to Snowball's basis desire for sweet tea. And I get a blue die from Lily? Yes. And this is negotiate. And I have a knack for negotiate. Ho <laughs> ho. Would you like to spend any uh, story points? I was thinking about it, but this is six good dice against two bad ones. So I'm... You're going to take him back to the Queen of Blades with cavities. He's going to be rotten on the inside. Both those purple dice came up double failures, but I have succeeded with three advantages. Uh, like, you show the empty squeaky container. Snowball, like, grabs for it. And it's, like, empty. It, like, doesn't say anything, but, like, clearly sad that it's empty. And you say, you're going to get more. I pour, like, a little bit of water in and slosh it around so he can maybe lick the final tiny drops. All right, he, like, guards the, the container and agrees to stay on, on the ship. Okay. So then we super lock the ship up. The nice little montage of locking sequences. Yes. And as, as we do that, turn to Lily and I say, I know you've got a soft spot for him, but he is a spy for the queen. And I can't have him seeing anything about this place. They've never been here. Understood. Okay, let's let's see if we can find this Remy. Uh, yep. You've got this landing bay. There is like a sign. It's kind of dirty that points to the consulate office. That's a little ways to the south, to your left, whatever. There's the other group of people that are working on their ship. It looks like they seem to be doing some general repairs or maybe maintenance of some kind, uh, or you can poke around. I think first I would go up to them and just just ask like if they've checked in with somebody here that they're working with so that they know what they need to do to their ship. You know, is there somebody that they recommend or like Okay. Have they had a smooth time or is the consulate office in a bad mood? Right. I'm thinking charm. If you think streetwise is more appropriate, that's fine too. No, I think you're opening up with charm, and I think that that's okay. 
it's just kind of like you're going through the process that we have to go through. So how's it going for you so far? This is three purples. Two threats, but two successes. Uh, she kind of looks at you like, eh, consulate. I don't really want to bother with that. To bring my ship up to spec wouldn't be worth it at all. Does this woman sound emojin? Not really, no. What about your visa then? She says, give me a streetwise check. Okay, that's, that's fine. That is also going to be three purples. That is a complete wash. Uh, she kind of looks at you, uh, and I'm banking those threats, by the way. The previous roll, you had two threats. Okay. And I did not spend those at the time. Uh, she kind of looks at you and like, you sound emotion, actually. Who did you say you were? My name's Imogen. What's yours? Uh, my name is uh, Lizelle. Been around the floor. What brings you uh, back home, I take it? <sighs> I need to make a check. I can. Okay. But I'm just going to be like, I don't care about your business, and there's no reason for you to care about mine. Sounds like a coercion thing. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I, I, it also sounds kind of streetwise of like, we don't need to get in each other's way. Yeah, I'm not threatening that I'm going to turn her in. Right, right. Okay, you, you say that. Uh, Lily, I would like you to make a vigilance check at this point. Two purples and a black. One threat. Just for your threat collection. <laughs> or should I take it as strength? Uh, you can take that one as strain. I've accumulated all threats that I, I need to do, the things I need to do. This Lizelle, she's like, uh, I, I understand. I understand. And you're looking to get a certification. She says, I might know a guy. She had said that she is not going to attempt to get her ship up to spec. No, she's not attempting to get her ship up to spec. That is correct. Then what is she doing? Because you said they're working on their ship. They're doing like regular maintenance of some kind. It looks like their ship maybe got shot at. Okay. That's what it looks like. Like they're attaching more things to the ship. There looks like they're taking out a spent fuel canister, putting a new one in. It's like a regular pit stop for them. Okay. So this woman is, she's just like, look, I, I might know a guy if you want to, I might be able to introduce you. But you're not headed down to the planet yourself. No, nothing for me there. And I kind of look around this whole bay and I'm like, you must be pretty desperate if this is where you're setting in for repairs. When one's getting repairs, you don't usually have a lot of options about where you go. It's the nature of repairs. If you did, you would have kept your ship in good working order in the first place. As she, like, looks at the vulture bike welded to your ship. Right. But where is Emoja in the Emojin Protectorate? Is it on the edge? I'm trying to, like, understand how somebody whose, like, ship is all shot up, like, this is where they stop for repairs. Around Emoja. Right. Is there pirates in Emojin space? Your knowledge growing up, no, there's certainly no pirates in Emojin space. Emoja, the protectorate, I'll say, it's easy to go to any particular world. There's just not enough worlds for there to be like a core worlds versus edge worlds. Okay. So you can sort of, particularly with three dimensions to work with, any of the primary planets in the Emojin protectorate are on the edge in some sense. There's just not that many. It's not as big as the Dominion is. Okay. And in between Emoja and the Dominion, is this kind of like lawless frontier? Yeah, there's a, there's fewer worlds there, uh, but yes, absolutely. Like, Dead Man's Port is on the edge of Dominion space toward Umoja. It's still a ways away, and it's closer to the Dominion. Okay, so there's certainly things that people could be doing in the spaces in between. Absolutely. And then this could be, like, the closest. All right. I what didn't really understand it? it. What kind of ship is it? Uh, make a knowledge Terran check, Lily. Uh, two purples. You can take a blue die, actually. Because I like ships. Well. Because you've flown one before. Oh, two successes and an advantage. This is like a super cheap uh, shuttle. Mm -hmm. 
from like several decades ago. And so like, it's going to need a lot of work all the time. They got this on a cheap. They might have even stolen it. You're not 100% sure. Right. It's not super durable, but it'll get a few people around reasonably well. And most people don't have like ships that are hyperspace capable. This is one way that less equipped individuals, less reputable individuals might be able to get around. Okay, but it looks like a shot. Well, it's not like ours is new, but it is probably more expensive. Yours is advanced. Yeah. Theirs is definitely not. Theirs has some primitive weapons. Uh, it's going to have garbage handling, that kind of stuff. If they're cramming five people on there, it's a little tight. All right. I don't really feel a need to deal further with people who are being a little antagonistic. So I'm fine with just being like, well, enjoy your repairs and leaving. Where do you guys head next? The consulate so that I can know like what is the legit stuff that we might have to fake. Oh, yeah, that'd probably be good. <laughs> so you head on down to the consulate. It's like just past the edge of the landing bay. You like go through a very short hallway. And then there's a door that uh, there's like two very nice little indoor grown trees on either side. Uh, everything looks a little bit more shiny right around the consulate. It says Umojin Protectorate, Exostation Consular Office. There is a like Marine there, standing guard. They have slightly different like Marine power suits. Uh, they're vaguely similar design, but they have sort of different shapes. You can definitely recognize, like, oh, yes, that is the Emojin technology that this fellow has. Does it look more advanced than the Dominion power suits? It looks more advanced? You have no idea if it is. It looks cool. Well, yeah, but it's a power suit, so they all look cool. Yeah, uh, there is that. Or do they just look, like, nicer? <laughs> it's definitely cleaner than most of the ones you've seen, like, in the Raiders or even the Dominion. <laughs> uh, to be clear, the Marine is not, like, blocking the door. Yeah. He is there, like, as a demonstration of, like, don't screw with us. This is our consular office. Whatever you do out there is fine. Uh, there's a receptionist, like, AI there. So, not a person? Not a person. Welcome to the consular office. How may we have assistance? What does that mean, like, AI? Is that, like, there's a computer that's talking, or is it, like, a hologram of a person? There is what's in-game called an adjutant. Okay. So, like, you've, you've seen these. They exist in the Dominion as well. So... In the Dominion, is this something that is in that area as well, or is this just purely Numoja? From Lily's perspective, is this something she may have seen? Yeah, they're in the Dominion. They're not common in the Dominion. Okay. You would only you'd see them in like military or very high-level government functions, and they sort of serve as primitive uh, like voice recognition, and they can respond to simple queries. But it is an artificial intelligence. It's not predetermined queries. It will try to understand what you're saying. Okay. But they... They don't have any initiative of any sort. There is, they just wait for humans. From Lily's perspective, it's a nice thing, but not something. She, so it's like I've I've never encountered the Japanese fancy toilets, but I've heard of them. And yeah, if those were in public bathrooms in a place, I'd be like, wow, this place is fancy. Yes. Okay. So in a post office, there's generally like a sign up that says like this is how much a passport costs, like this is how much this costs, that, etc. Is there any kind of sign here communicating what the fee structure is for the different types of things? Yes, it is going to take a perception check because like the environmental check varies based on your class of ship and all these other things. Actually, no, give me a two purple knowledge Terran check to like pierce through this bureaucracy and understand like what there's like a huge chart in front of you. Can we work together on this? You can absolutely work together. I don't have any ranks. But all right, I'll just take a blue die from you then. I mean, I could point at stuff. Mm, apparently not very well. Yeah, and you're still, like, standing at the door. The adjutant has kind of greeted you. And you can see inside. 
well, where is this sign then? The sign is like just behind a little bit to the adjutant. So just like, sort of like a heads up. And like it changes. It's a it's a fancy screen, I should say. Okay. And it's like today's visa prices and it swipes to the next screen. On Umoja, visit our natural preserve. Things like that. So it's a little tourist poster. Okay. So we fail with a threat. The screens are changing too fast. The screens are changing too fast. You have a threat. The adjutant is like looking at you. How may I be of assistance? And like looks at you for a second. Citizen Imogen Owendor. <laughs> and associate. I'd like to know what the current rate for visas is for non-emergent citizens. That depends on your citizen and their purpose of their visit. Is your associate here the non-emergent citizen who requires a visa? Aye. The AI turns to you, Lily. Please identify yourself so we can begin the visa application process. Now, this is part where Lily's never interacted with, so she pulls out her ID. That's what you have, a Dominion ID? Yeah. Okay, the adjutant looks at that, like, shh, little thing comes out, scans it, and there's a little, uh, uh, says, I'm sorry, as a Dominion citizen, we are currently under economic blockade. At which point I say, she's not here for any sort of business. What is the purpose of your visit, then, Lily Washington? This is the part where Lily's like, I should have asked some questions about what are we doing? <laughs> uh, I need to know what the mission is. <laughs> Why didn't we have a mission briefing? Oh, no, she would just be like, visiting? Visiting. Thanks for telling me that. Can you help me understand a little better? What or who are you visiting? And for how long are you visiting? Oh, I'm traveling with Imogen, whoever she needs to visit. You're traveling with a citizen. Are you two together? I tell the adjutant... That Lily is my bodyguard. Lily was just going to nod. I mean, we're right here. Lily is your bodyguard. Bodyguard, that is an acceptable form. Do you have your bodyguard certification? Uh, Does she need to be certified in Emoja for that? You do require a sector-wide uh, certification to be recognized as a bodyguard. Otherwise, and then like it flops, just anyone could be a bodyguard. And you might be swindled. You, citizen, deserve to know you're being protected by a certified bodyguard. Does the Dominion have certifications for bodyguards? They probably do. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. But it's a lot easier to open, like, a mercenary company in the Dominion. Right, right. So, in order to have gotten an Emojin bodyguard certification, she would have to actually have been on an Emojin planet. She might accept a Dominion certification. There might be cross-compatibility. You don't know what all the rules are. Or you might be able to apply for one remotely. Is that a requirement for this? To enter on a bodyguard visa, you do require a bodyguard certification. Ah. What about just as a friend? Are you here as a tourist, then? You said not business earlier. Yeah. Uh, how long will your visit to Umoja be? To the Umojin Protectorate. It's protectorate-wide, not just one planet. We don't know that. It's like processing for a few minutes. Or not a few minutes, a few seconds. We can offer an initial one-week visa for 50 credits, as your record appears to be clean and you are no longer a member of the Dominion military. Oh, wow. They knew that about you? They checked your ID, and your ID says, like, honorable discharge or whatever. My ID right. is fake. Everything is clean. <laughs> That's true. Lily <laughs> doesn't uh, say anything. Done. I pull out the 50 credits. One-week visa. Like, it takes your ID card, and it copies some information and gives you a new... Like, it gives you back your old one, but it gives you a Umojin Protectorate visa. It snapped a picture of you when you weren't looking. Yeah. Thank you for visiting the Umojin Protectorate. 
we highly recommend you visit one of our nature preserves down on planet Umoja while you have time. Is there any shuttle service from here down there? Uh, she looks back at you and says, uh, shuttle service can be arranged for a fee. Which would be? Uh, the fee is 25 credits and you receive a round trip to the planet surface. Note that the Emoji government does not run this shuttle service. We do not officially endorse it, but it is available on this facility. All right. What else is available on this facility? On the exostation, you can see what life is like outside the Emoji Protectorate. <laughs> it's dirty, grimy. We caution visitors that there is occasional crime on the exostation. So we recommend only short visits to the exostation if you absolutely have to stop. There are also a few environmental inspection and other ship repair shops that you may check out. There is Remy's All-Around Repair on Level 3. There is Silver Ship Maintenance on Level 2. And there is We Hate Umoja uh, Repair on Level 4. <laughs> there are basic food providers as well. You can see an exact listing here. Like the screen like brings up you know, like a food court of different places. Make a quick vigilance check to look for sweet tea options. Uh, two purples. Or soda. I bet he'd like that. That might work too. Although it's kind of acidic. Oh, right. No, screen goes too fast for me. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll see something. Oh, it's a wash. Uh, they flash up the food options, but they flash away just as quickly. It looks really cool. It's just not the most useful thing. All right. We'll just see what we happen to pass. Did they say, like, where the shuttle service is? Yes, the shuttle service is on level two, the current level, past the landing bay where you walked through. You went the other way, you could go to the shuttle service. Okay, then I'm done with this location, and I'd like to go down to level three to check out Remy's. Before we leave, can I ask her about ship docking, like whatever would be sure. like long-term parking? At this facility? Basically, yeah. She says, you park at this facility at your own risk. It is not maintained by the Numogen Protectorates. We make no guarantees. There are services you can hire if you wish to protect your ship. They are of varying quality and reputability. What level are those on? On level one, you can find Gold Star Security. On level four, you can find We Hate Umoja Repairs and Security. And on level five, you can find Sipjackers Anonymous. All right. They don't judge, Nemoja. <laughs> you can name your uh, business whatever you want. I'm just saying shipjackers is not, does not give confidence to the customer. All right. So wherever Imogen wants to go, as we're walking, I'm going to say I would like to up the security on the ship. We're going to leave it here. But I think we should leave it here. I'd like to at least talk with Remy to see what the options are about fixing it up well enough to get it down on planet. I just I don't I like the idea. we should leave Snowball here. Yeah, I don't like the idea of Snowball being down there. But on the other hand, I also don't like the idea of not having a getaway plan if one is not that we would need to leave in a hurry. <laughs> but we just got freedom of movement. To be dependent upon others' schedules is less desirable. Well, and maybe at the very least, we can get Old Red properly sorted while we're here and something about the hull. But I, for leaving the ship and Snowball here, it would be good to find something to make it more secure. So did you want to see to that while I go talk to Remy, or do you want to stay with me? Oh, I don't know that you know this guy. So 
I mean, we can see what kind of guy this Remy is, and maybe he can recommend. Okay, that's a good idea. Lily does have a little bit of a soft spot for mechanics, so we can worry. Okay, so you're both going to Remy? Yeah, we're going down to level three, but as we travel through this level, we'll be on the lookout for appropriate food shops. And then, you know, if Lily passes any, like, uh, knick-knack shops to get emojin presents for people. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I hate emoji bumper sticker. Or... There's a place that has, like, oh, I heart emoja, uh, you know, mugs you can get. There's also a place that, like, emoja sucks, S-U-X-X. Get one of those for Mr. Hill. <laughs> Possibly. He was not a fan. <laughs> I don't think Lily picked up that he was emojin, so... He, uh, he tries to cover his accent. Yeah. He tries to not appear uh, emoji anymore. Uh, yes, you do pass uh, some reasonable food shots. There's like a, a noodle place that looks okay, and you don't want to question where the meat comes from. I would say it's similar to shipboard food or kind of fringe world food you would find elsewhere. There's no Dominion burgers, though. Well, it's the beverages that we're most concerned about. Oh, right, the beverages! Or do they have like a 7-Eleven style, like maybe jugs of stuff? Yes, absolutely. Like, that fits very much into, like, the truck stop nature of this place. Like the corner store sort of place. Yes, there is absolutely a place that has jugs of, like, the big Arizona sweet tea kind of stuff. Yeah, we can get some of that. And do they, if they have anything that's, like... Something that has electrolytes? Or even something that seems sweeter than sweet tea, but maybe isn't carbonated. For some reason, citrus and that seems like a thing to me. Okay, give me like an easy knowledge Zerg check to be like, what kind of things like fit with what I have that makes sense here? Yeah, is there anything that he would like more? And if it comes in packet form, even better. Success and two advantages. Yes. Uh, so you got the sweet tea in packet. You got a bunch of mix. So you can just mm-hmm. make a bunch now. That'll be nice. Uh, and you find Power Thirst, the Thirst Quencher. So if we have the packets, I'm going to advise you to dilute them. When you have a little kid, you're not supposed to just give them straight up grape juice. You're supposed to give them like grape juice cut with water. We need to like dial back on Snowball's consumption of this stuff. This is like nourishment for Snowball, but I don't think he needs to consume as much as he does. I think he likes oh, the taste of it. Think, you're thinking dilute the whole thing, because I was like, I thought we had to mix it with something. So I'm just saying, when it says one cup of water to one scoop, use two cups of water. Yeah, we promised him a special treat, so then I'll get him some of whatever that other thing was. Power thirst? Yeah, the power thirst. Maybe I'll get two things of it, and one I can give to him now, and the other we can save for when we need to bribe him. Okay. You get some treats for Snowball. Yeah, the power of this definitely has a graphic of like someone drinking and someone looking jacked. But like you look in the ingredients, it's 99% sugar. Perfect. And then a mix of chemicals you've never heard of and no protein. <laughs> we'll see if he likes it. I like how Imogen sounds like the mom. Don't give him too much sugar. That's right. He's eating too much. Lily's like the cool aunt. <laughs> She's like, here, have as much as you want. Here's some I'm still so worried coffee. about like supplies running out and money running out. So I'm like... You can drink half water, half grape juice, and it'll save us money. Right. And maybe some hard candies. We'll see if he likes those. Those are always handy for anybody. That is true. Give him a suck on. Today we have a special announcement. For the next five months, StarCraft Fraud Investigators will continue to enter our feed at the start of each week. 
but it will be occupying only the even-numbered episodes of Dicey Stories. The odd-numbered episodes, which will enter our feed midweek, will feature a new series, Star Wars Cruise Control, played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials, and using the Mythic GM emulator. Here's a taste of what that adventure holds. Welcome aboard the Metropolis, the largest, most majestic cruise starship in the entire galaxy. During your stay with us, hobnob with the movers and shakers of the galaxy over lunch at the Imperial Restaurant, or mingle with elite society at a charity fundraising gala. Relax on the sand in the beach zone, or enjoy a vigorous swim in our sector-sized pool. Prefer the cold? Hit the slopes or ice rink at the snowscape. Runners, there's plenty of places for you to get a workout, too. Cool down afterwards in the meditative gardens. The more scientifically minded might enjoy a lecture from a resident professor or the stellar phenomena visible from the observation lounge. You younglings will be well cared for in our entertainment facilities that include a reconfigurable playground and a hollow park. Parents, leave them in our care while you get your shopping done on the bazaar deck. Any extra baggage can be stowed safely in our secure cargo holds. And don't forget to get a tour of the bridge from me, your captain. Our friendly staff will be on hand at all times to help you with any logistical, medical, or scheduling needs. Leave the concerns of the galaxy behind as you step aboard Dame Metropolis. Join us for Cruise Control, a wacky psychological drama slash tale of daring do, featuring Imperials, Rebels, Force users, Mutineers, Vigilantes, Crime Bosses, Droid Liberators, Secret Identities, Chases, Escapes, Investigations, Combat, both physical and social, and a charity gala dinner, of course. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.